Happy Meaningful Monday. Hi, this is Lee Brower. I am grateful to be here. I am glad to be here. Provenance. Have you ever heard of the word provenance? If you look in the dictionary, dictionary, provenance means the source or origin of something. In the art world, it's especially used because they use it to verify the story behind the, the, the artwork. They use it to verify the, the validity of that artwork. And I think in real life, though, too, we all have our provenance. Last night, I had the opportunity to meet with a man by the name of Blair Buswell. You don't know him. He's an incredible sculptor. You may not know him. Maybe you do. Um, I didn't know him from before. I knew the name, but had never met the man. Uh, if you're an NFL player, if you're a Hall of Fame NFL player, you especially know him. Why? Because he spent time measuring your eyes. He spent time in your home, getting the essence of who you are, where your eyes and ears fit on your head, because he's the man that creates the busts that now sit in the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. And so he's become this amazing sculptor. Now, how did he become this amazing sculptor? That's his provenance. He told lots of stories there about his times with Jack Nicholas, his times with Charlton Heston, with Coach John Wooden, with all these. He's told lots of stories, but what was the essence of it, what it brought out to me was his own provenance, which he kind of downplayed, but it rose up for me to really capture. He, he, his sister told the story, she was there, about how um, he was able to, how, when he would go to church, he was too noisy, so his mom would bring these sucrets cans, which looked like Altoid cans, and she would put clay, two or three different colors of clay in there, with a couple toothpicks, and he would put things together. His sister said, you cannot believe what a little three, four-year-old boy could put together with clay. By the time he was in fifth grade, he had made so much of his own toys, he was actually putting them in a kiln and actually firing them up. Uh, by the time he got to the twelfth grade, at the beginning of his art class, his teacher had already worked with him, and he said, uh, for everybody here, here's your curriculum for the year. But for you, Blair, I only have one project and one project only, and that is you're going to create a lifelike bust of a real life-size head. That's going to be the only thing you do this year, and that's going to be the only thing your grade is going to be based upon. So he worked the entire year trying to get that to that point of getting that bust done. And... Um, Come the day before graduation, they're ready to go. They need to carve it out. They get a they get an ice cream scooper to carve out the the clay that's in the middle to leave the outside right, and they take it in there to do the bust. Now, the next day, he's so excited to go get it. He's got his grades from his other classes. He's coming to get his grade and his bust from his teacher there, and he comes in and he can tell by just looking at his teacher that something's wrong. And the teacher solemnly leads him to the back of the room, picks up a box, and inside is about a hundred pieces of that bust that he had been working so hard on to create. Now you can imagine the disappointment, but he's at a choice in his life right now. He's got a choice to make. He had an event happen, and he has the choice on how he reacts or responds. And he chose to respond. And even though he was sad and cried, he went home and he had to wait a couple months to kind of make his choice solid. But finally he said, you know what, this is it. I have to put this back together again. And so he took Elmer's glue and he worked days in piecing this back and finding what piece goes here and what piece goes there. And as you can see, hopefully you can see this, he put together this amazing sculpture that's been a guide for him ever since. Now he went on to do things like Coach John Wooden. Larger than life sculpture outside Poly Pavilion. One that when you look at it, 
the family and the coaches and the players that played with him look at it and tears come to their eyes because he captures the sparkle that's there. And then he moved on to Omaha. His biggest project lately was a 10-year project. 10-year project where he, larger than life, stagecoach, horses, cowboys, Indians, wildlife, block and a half exhibit going through buildings and outbuildings. Um, you know, it, it uh, amazing work. Look at his provenance from a Sucrets can all the way to this Omaha project and everything in between. The authenticating of who he is. The authenticating of what he's all about. And empowered wealth. Developing the empowered wealth mindset. One of the cornerstone elements of that is authenticating who you are, who I am, who we are. And we do that much the same way as we do with looking at, at Blair Buswell and being able to actually see the tangible events. Maybe our events aren't quite as tangible. If you talk to Warren Buffett, he'll say my unique ability is to be able to see capital opportunities that other people can't see. And probably if you chased him back to his childhood and you time mapped him through, he would, you would be able to see that at a very young age he was able to see things that opportunities that other people couldn't see. And as each opportunity came and was closed and experienced for good or for bad, that became the provenance that authenticated who Warren Buffett is. Well, what is the you that makes you you? What is the me that makes me me? Well, you take your time map and you go back in life and you start developing what are these experiences? And they're not measurable like this, but perhaps the experience is more like you were able to put together a puzzle that nobody else could put together. And today you're able to see opportunities or see things or reorganize things in ways that nobody else can. Or maybe you gave a talk that you fumbled and bumbled through, but you liked it, you enjoyed it. And today you're a great orator and you're able to give great speeches. Or maybe it's something else about how you deliver things and things happen that you're able to, to be able to um, uh, gain people's trust quickly, that you're able to, you know, there's a whole host of things. I mean, there's as many as there are people out there there's those unique abilities that you can identify and those experiences that become part of who you are, your values and principles and the way that you operate. So the time map, among other things, is able to outline that for you. So I encourage you, I encourage you to ask yourself, what is your provenance? What is the me that makes me me? And start identifying these experiences and see if you can't catch the link between them. Um, ask yourself this morning, right now, ask yourself tomorrow morning, What's the provenance today? What provenance can I create today? My guess is, my prediction is, that as you continue to do that, it will give you the confidence for your next great masterpiece. Have a great week. Thank you for being here. Make life meaningful. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.